Welcome to Trademarks Corner, a podcast about your favorite hair trends, entrepreneurship, and the everyday shop talk. I'm your host, Jerrica Lathers, a young master stylist and entrepreneur. Join myself and a few others as we get into these conversations you don't want to miss. Happy Halloween, you guys. It's another day. I am excited to be here on the Halloween day. You know, I'm low-key channeling my bubbles. <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know, I feel like it wouldn't be right to talk about Halloween or as we get into all the scary things, the scary movies, the haunted houses, and all of those good things. I want to talk about these scary stylists because... One thing I hate the most is a stylist that's not going to take care of your hair. A hairstylist that don't know nothing about your hair, don't even know how to treat it, nourish it, or really give it that oomph that it needs to grow, to flourish, to do whatever you need it to do. I just want to talk about that because, baby, the things I see on social media about these new hairstylists, be like what's going on what are we doing why are we getting a bad rep and I'm that type of hairstylist that definitely goes above and beyond for my clients and for me to be looking on social media reading these things hearing these things from clients that have been to like the worst hairstylist ever or this hairstylist took my hair out or this stylist charged this 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 much and this is how I received this service. Oh, I have to come out blown out. My hair got to be shampooed already. This, this, and that. Those are the worst. Like, why we can't find the stones that do all of it? I mean, I do all of it, of course. But, you know, I'm not in every state and I'm not in every city. So, you have to be able to find the perfect stylist that's going to do all that you need to do. So I want to just kind of just go over the basic information of being a hairstylist. You know, nowadays, everybody think they can do hair. YouTube got the world thinking I can do my own hair. YouTube got you thinking that you don't have to go to school to go to get your license, to get your hair license or anything like that. You can just simply go on YouTube, master it, and then do it on somebody else. No. That's not how that goes. You got to go to school, calculate those hours, get that practical work in, get the technical work in. You need all of that to be able to be an amazing hairstylist. And being a hairstylist, a licensed hairstylist, they require you to follow these certain things. I know me being, uh, when I was in hair school, as I did the apprenticeship program, one of the main things you learn uh, in school is the basic knowledge of how to treat a customer, how to treat uh, potential clients, how to even get them, how to, one of the first things, how to shampoo hair, how to condition the hair, how to detangle the hair. All of those things are very important when it comes to getting your appointment, making that appointment, and making the experience worthwhile. And one of the things I hate the most are, I hate to see clients be like, oh, they told me I need to come washed already. Ma'am, why did you come and washed already? That defeats the purpose of the service itself. Like, I know me as a hairstylist myself, when I go get my hair done, the main thing I'm looking for is somebody to wash my hair. I don't want to come already washed. I don't want to come already prepped for the work. Like, I'm paying for all of this. Definitely the these prices, these prices these people be charging nowadays. I need that to be included in my service. So when it's not, it's just like, what am I really paying for? But that's when I say when you are looking for your hairstylist, the first thing you need to do, one, do your research. If you don't do nothing else, do your research. Find out what stylist are the best stylists in your area knowing you know reading reviews um, recommendations word of mouth looking at their social media um, and all of those things like that to really get an idea of what type of stylist you're looking for um, that's to me that's very important because when you find those hairstylists that are fit for you 
you it's almost like because you have relations with your stylist like you got to be able to flow together with your hairstylist because one you want to have a good time you you do want to relax and you want to be able to know that the service that you're getting and that they're providing to you is top tier i like the best things in life why would i not want my hairstylist to be one of the best as well so i want quality within my hairstylist all of that plays a part in the experience of how I want my clients to feel when they get here, when they leave here, when they talk about it to other people, that's going to make that la that lasting impression on my clients. That's going to make the difference between if they're coming back or not. And that's just point blank, period. And um, I also say do a consult with your hairstylist. I believe every hairstylist should be able to um, have the consult um, option on their uh, service list. Somewhere, somehow, even if they don't have it, always ask for it because having that console honestly would give you all the information you need to pick picking the right stylist. And that comes with you um, asking what she specializes in. Everybody do not specialize in the same things. They have some hairstylists that specialize in natural hair. They have some stylists that specialize in relaxed hair. They have some stylists that only do color. They have some stylists that only do weave. You know, it. they always have their own little category. So always doing a consultation with your hair provider uh, is a must because for you to get the best quality of what you're looking for, you need to be able to sit down with that person and talk it out. I mean, honestly, communication is definitely key. And you have to be able to give them exactly what they want. That's that's the point of them coming to you. Obviously, they can they couldn't do it. They couldn't find no one else. So they're coming out to you to be able to do that. And you need to be able to explain that in the most simplest form for them to understand what you offer and what you do. And um, that, like that's really big. And that kind of comes to when you are doing that consult. That also kind of comes with customer service customer service is really 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 big when it comes to you trying to one do anything in business wise but in hair i do notice that a lot of hairstylists do not know how to talk to their clients um or even just know how to do the simple things of letting them know, them know hey, I'm running late, hey, these is my policies and my instructions, this is what I require, this is what I don't do, this is what I do do, um, <laughs> not do do, but this is what I do offer um, as well. But you have to be able to talk to that client and understand what they want out of you as well as you explain to them what you have here to offer them as well. Um, and even when it comes to just simple, just responding back of just the way they ask, hey, if you have any openings or how you, you know, one timely manner, making sure that you respond in the most respectful time ever. I do know some clients would text you at three in the morning. Whenever they think about it, honestly, they would text it. They would do whatever they need to do. But as a hairstylist, of course, we all have our... um we all have our little um, time slots and time schedule that we choose to be able to do um, like responding back to our te uh, text messages or returning phone calls or etc. So, you know, do it accordingly, but still make sure that you implement that somewhere within your schedule to be able to get back to the people in a most timely manner. Because honestly, that will make a difference between if that client coming back or not. That's real life because if you take them forever to respond back to just a consult or just a question that I have, I know that you're going to take forever to respond back to me trying to book an appointment or whatever the case may be. So I'm I'm looking at all of that. That's why I usually want, I'm actually too good at it. I kind of text my clients. As soon as they text me, I'm usually texting them back. I'm trying to do more boundaries, but you know, it's a work in progress, but when I see it, I respond to it. If I can't respond to it, I definitely typically at the end of my day responding to all the messages that I missed or returning all the phone calls that were happening while I was servicing other clients because I do like to be respectful of other people's time as well as what I'm offering them. So I really try to do that um, in the most timely manner. Um, even when it comes to me being late, 
hey, no one is perfect. We run late sometimes. Things happen. Life happens. So when you as a hairstylist are running late on a client, it's easy to just communicate that. You know, even though you just don't want to be like, oh, I'm running behind, da, 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 da. No, they would be more grateful that you let them know and notify them that, hey, I'm running behind on a client. Um, give me like 30 more minutes. Or, hey, I'm running late. Can you come at this time instead of this time? Is that okay? Yada, yada, yada. Asking those questions to confirm to let them know like, hey, you can do this. Hey, this is what's going on. They will be more receptive to that um, than you not saying anything at all and then I'm coming up and you got somebody in your chair for another hour or so like that when I could have been doing something else or I was rushing or whatever the case may be it's just you got to give them the opportunity to respond back and let them know if that works for them or not at the end of the day you are there to provide the service for them so you must be as transparent as possible with them so they can understand what's going on and you can keep them coming back. The point is for you to have them coming back. You don't want them to go out and start talking about you, spreading lies, spreading bad energy and this, this, and that because you didn't communicate one time. That one time of not communicating can mess it all up forever. So you have to be able to communicate that to the people. Let them know. I promise you they're human. They're going to understand. You're going to have some clients who don't understand, but you have to be able to navigate that. Like, they have people nowadays that really be blowing up on these clients. And it's just like, do you want the money? Or And that's probably honestly the problem. They're in it for the wrong reason. I'm, I love doing hair. I love what I do. And I say it all the time. If I was to become a millionaire, I probably would still be doing hair because I actually love and enjoy what I do. But... Some people nowadays, in this new day of age, people are doing hair because one is fast money. I can learn on YouTube. If I can learn how to make a wig and install it from YouTube or just taking one class, I'm a certified hairstylist, but they're not getting that back knowledge. You know, the difference between, hmm, one thing you should look at when you're doing your consult and your research, are they a licensed hairstylist? that make a difference because you can tell the difference between a licensed hairstylist and a self-taught hairstylist i guess if that makes sense who's not certified to really be doing hair because that licensed hairstylist who done went to school who done paid that money who done read the books they're gonna treat their clients very differently from the people who just know how to do this one trade or who just know how to do sew-ins or just not do braids not saying all of them are like that, but what I have seen and what I have heard is that a lot of people who are starting these businesses are doing hair and have don't have no license, but they getting the coins. So it's just like they're not respecting their clients. They don't really care. And honestly, most of them don't really care about the health of your hair person with a license are we looking at everything they were looking at how your hair looks at when you first come in how it shampoos how it lather up you know how it's growing the different spots of breakage here and there you know trying to look out for the best of your hair most stylists that do not have their license are not caring about that they're worrying about the style to me that's the difference between a hairstylist and a stylist a hairstylist is actually looking to take your hair from one place to another in the most healthiest form possible. Usually a stylist is just styling it. They are not washing your hair. They're not, I'm sorry, they're not shampooing your hair. They're not conditioning your hair. They're not blow drying your hair. They're not trimming your ends. They're there to literally just do the service. And I mean literally just do the style. Do the style and you're gone. That's why they say come ready. Because when you go get your braids, they're not washing your hair. They're not shampooing your hair. They're not blow drying your hair. They want that already done. So all they're doing is braiding your hair and then letting you go. Point blank, period. You paying $500 to not get your hair shampooed. And then you're trying to shampoo your own hair. And then most of the time, you're not shampooing your hair right. Um, that service is already in the price. So like if my clients were to come shampoo and condition already, 
one, I'm actually going to ask questions and kind of feel on your hair because I want to make sure that it's in the perfect condition for me to do whatever style I'm going to do or whatever service you're going to get done. But usually I'm shampooing your hair and blow drying it because one, I want to make sure that it's clean, 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 clean. I need clean hair to work with. I can't work with no dirty hair. The only time it might be okay to be dirty is when you get a color service. But if anything goes, I want to shampoo your hair because I need to make sure it's clean. If you're getting a silk press, I cannot trust you enough to be able to shampoo your hair the proper way I need you to, to be able to get this long lasting silk press. Because one, you don't have the products I have. That's, that's first off. Two, you're not going to use the silk products that I need to use as well to add to your hair. So it's just like you making it harder for me to give you what you want. And that's why it's like, hey, let me shampoo your hair. Let me condition your hair so I can know that if something don't work out, it's my fault that it didn't work out. And I can take that blame. Not, well, you shampooed your hair. What did you use? What's still on it? I feel residue. Yada, yada, yada. That's why if I take care of it, I know that, hey, you know, let's try something else. We can do, you know, or something. But I need to be able to know how your hair is looking and feeling before I start the service. And honestly, to me, that's an introduction to any new client. Like for a new client, you can't tell, you can't have a new client just come sit in your chair and you just going straight to work. That's just not how that goes. You're going to get in my chair and I need to go at this shampoo bowl and see what's, what it's going to do. When it's water hitting, what is it going to do? Is it going to curl up? Is it going to stay straight? What is it doing? Is it still dry? Is it not lathering? I need to know those things. Is it taking? Do you need deep conditioning? Is it, you know what I'm saying? Like little things like that. You can't find that out if they come already like that. And that's a lot of new, there's a lot of new hairstylists that do that. And it just be like, wait, she don't wash your hair? So she don't even know what it's looking like? So she don't even know that your hair is clean? Cause it's still dirty. You missed the spot back there. But you won't know that until you get in the head and by then you are ready to start it flat ironing it and blow drying it and stuff like that. And now you you can't start over. I mean you can, but now you're wasting time when you could have started at the beginning and did all of it that you need at the service and been done. But that's you know, and that's why you do your research, that's why you do your consults, so you can really know who you're dealing with or who you're going to. So that makes a really, really, really big difference when trying to find a stylist. Trying one, find a stylist that is licensed. Do your research. Do your research. Do a consult. Do a consult. It don't hurt. Consults are free. They're free. Do the consult. It's it's really that simple. Do the consult. And that will tell you all you need to know. However you want to do it, just make sure you for sure do those three things. And um, another thing too, like I have realized, I have had clients. One, I'm a stylist that specializes in natural hair, and I do a pretty much of a little bit of everything. But I am limited to certain things. Like I don't really do braids, or if you live in a different state or something, you can't come to me at the moment. You want to try a different hairstylists. Um, you want to try this look because you like the way they did this ponytail, this half up, half down, or this sewing, or this these tapings or whatever the case may be I find that when my clients who I've been doing for years who have been growing who have been seeing flourishing because I've been in it and taking care of the health of it I notice when they go to someone else that can care less about their hair it shows one two they're typically coming back the next day or whenever the next time I see them and all I can say is, she took my hair out, or my hair broke off, or my edge is gone, or this, this, and that, or whatever the case may be. I have seen so many clients go to someone else who is possibly not licensed or just trying to get this one lit style because I don't do it. Mess up their whole head. Completely messed up their whole head. And that's why I just be like, your hair was doing so good. Why did you? 
why did you go to them why did you allow that to happen to yourself like girl you could have came to me oh we could have worked something out oh i could have like y'all it's not that hard if you don't do it recommend someone recommend someone you know that's going to give you one the treatment you give as well as still be able to provide that service that that client wants to me that's a good stylist not a stylist just saying yeah because i know how to do it or yeah because it looks good on social media because that's what really be selling y'all because y'all did y'all somewhat research on social media oh this picture look cute filters are real this look cute i want this style let me book with her cool you book with her you go to an appointment one she ain't washing she ain't shampooing blow dry your hair that's right number one two she just go in your head she probably frying it out and not using the right heat protectant and whatever the case may be then she making it too tight she pulling your edges she pulling the middle she breaking your house yeah you cute for the picture but for the eight hours it hurts 24 hours it's pulling 72 hours, you took it out your head. Now you unhappy because you wait. You feel like you wasted your money. It was cute for the moment, though. It was cute for 72 hours. But you mad you wasted your money. You mad because now pieces of your hair is gone. And now you just, you don't know what to do no more. It is just like, yo, do your research. Just don't be going no any. Don't let, first of all, you're not supposed to let just know anybody in your head. First of all, I'm a type, I don't let nobody in my head. I let one person in my head, maybe a backup after that person. And it's only some people that I actually work with that I know who do hair, that I trust, who does the same and offers the same service that I do. So I just go to them because I know they're going to take care of me and give me that quality that I want. But either way it goes, when you, when you want your hair to grow and prosper and do great things, you got to stick with one stylist, baby, one, one and only. If you want to have your stylist that you go for, your silk press and your crochet braids or whatever the case may be, cool, have that one stylist. And then you got another stylist to do your braids, maybe your slick ponytail or something like that. Cool, that's understandable. Like I said, every stylist do not do everything. I know me, I try to do majority of everything, but I can't do everything on one person. And it's just I just don't have enough time in the day to do it, every, literally everything. So I have to, I gotta, I gotta refer you, but I'm going to refer you to the best people that I know that's going to give you exactly what you need and what you're looking for, for your hair to take care of it, to make sure that it stay healthy. Cause I sent you out in the world with healthy hair. I need you to come back to me with healthy hair. So, um, definitely have to be able to do that. I want to say just making sure that y'all energy vibes too like some of these clients one don't be talk i mean not clients some of these stylists don't be talking to their clients some of them don't be some of them one don't know how to talk to their clients and that's a big thing like i'm really big on my clients i love my clients and we be having a good time we laugh cry we, we do it all we do it all we good time in here all the time and um when i feel as if you know, like it's very rare that I'm quiet during a service. I'm usually asking, you know, what you did to your hair, what you just finished taking out, making a little small talk. If you was here previously, I'm asking, hey, how was this? How was that? Yada, yada, yada. Some stylists don't say nothing at all. Some stylists be on the phone doing this, doing that while servicing you. Some clients talking to somebody else about somebody else. It, it's... Or just don't respond. Don't don't answer the never answer the phone. Never text back. Never check their DMs. Ne never do nothing. And you just sitting up there like, so I'm supposed to still go to you? And y'all still be going. That's the crazy part. Y'all still go, even though y'all be like, I don't want to go to her. I don't. But you're still going. She's selling you on something. Well, she do this right. She do this. I'm pretty sure you can find somebody who still do this right. And still provide all the services that you need. It's out there. Re research it. Research it. Because your your health, your hair, your hair health is really, really, really dependent on all you letting in your head if you ain't doing it. So you you will want to get this part right. You really want to. But it's up to you. You 
do as you please. I'm just saying you definitely should research that because every stylist is not like me. And that's a fact. Every stylist is not like me. So you want to get you a good one. You want to get you a really good one. You know, my clients, I got growing hands because I take care of your hair. I want to nourish your hair. I want to make sure that when I look at it, I'm like, mm-hmm, I did that. Now, when you're trying to cut it, <laughs> that's why I'm getting mad. Because, ma'am, I done did all this work for you to want to cut your hair. Mm-mm. We only cutting it when we have to and it's necessary. Not because we just in the mood to cut our hair. Nah, nah, after I grew it, that's my hair. Now nah, I feel some type of way because you want to grow it. I mean, because you want to cut it. No. No, ma'am. Not being happy. Not on my watch. Ain't. You can cut all that out. We not for it. We not for it. But just, like I said, do your, do your research. And then, you know, because then too, y'all paying for this. Like, this is, that, this is the part that's really driving me crazy. Y'all paying for this foolishness. And sometimes I be having to check myself and be like, wait, I, I do this. I offer shampoos, conditioners. I blow dry. I braid you down. I sew you up. And I curl it afterwards. Hmm. And I only charge this much. Hmm, that's a steal. When homegirl just installing your hair and maybe styling it. And she charging this much. Way much more than me. And I'm licensed. And I got a beautiful shop. And it's it's giving me an experience. But I'm still not overcharging my clients. But you got her. She is in her house. She ain't got no license. She don't shampoo hair. All blow dry. All she don't trim hair. But she charged way too much more than me. What sense do that make? Because it, it still don't add up to me. It still don't add up to me. I mean, I'm still booming. Don't get me wrong. And hey, if that's work for y'all, that work for y'all. Because guess what? I know, even though I'm charging this much, they coming back. So that's always doubling, tripling, and telling people about it. As this one, I'm a, some of them complaining. Some of them feeling some type of way. Some of them not returning. So it's just be like, can you offer what we're paying for? Like even these extra fees. Like, I don't understand how you charge somebody extra for shampooing and blowing dry. That's the service. That's that's what you pay for when you're getting the service done. That, that's what you're paying for. Actually, when my clients come with no, um, if they had already washed and blow dried or shampooed and blow dried, I actually taking money off because, in a sense, you helped me out. Even though I didn't need the help, but you helped me out in a sense. And if you did a good job shampooing your hair already and everything like that, cool, that's less time I have to, you know, waste on it. And it's not nothing but like an extra 5 or $10 that I take off. But that's already included in the service. So when you do it and you come already prepared, I'm taking that off. Ain't no point in me adding that to that. That's already in that service. You, you, I, Because I want to do that. I want to be able to get in your head to see what is your hair like? What is it offering? Because if it's not offering what you're trying to get done, I need to be able to assess that at the shampoo bowl. At the shampoo bowl tells you all you need to know about how the service is about to go. And you have to be able to do that. These new clients, not new clients, these new stylists are not really doing that. And I, and I don't want to say new stylists because I feel like I'm in that era of a new stylist. I've been doing it for eight years, but I still be the best hairstylist that I can be. That mean offering these services, giving you want something to drink, you you know a very peaceful, very relaxing atmosphere, not crazy, not dirty, 
the salon is nice and smooth and soothing. If you falling asleep in my chair, that means I'm doing my job. If you worried and you looking in the mirror, you at you unease, you can't relax. It's a pampering service. When you go to a massage parlor and you go in there and it's quiet, it's the music, it's the it's the smells, it's the um it's the dim lights. It, you know, all of that is creating a relaxing atmosphere to get you calm in a nice it's pampering, self-care. You taking care of yourself. They give you wine, they give you water to get you prepared to let go of everything you have going on outside of these doors. But while you in here, we're going to take care of you. We're going to nourish you. We're going to make you feel very relaxed as well as making you feel really pretty inside. So when you taking away these things, and you're not able to give them that full experience, you're taking away that salon experience we love the salon and you have to be able to give a most opening way you must be able to be very transparent with your clients so they can be transparent with you you have to be able to give them the service that you that is worth when they give you them four hundred dollars worth of braids make sure it's coming with some hair make sure it's coming with a nice place to sit down in a nice comfortable chair because you're going to be there for a couple of hours making sure it comes can we get a shampoo blow dry please I have a lot of clients who come to me and get a shampoo and blow dry so they go get their hair braid which is fine but it's still just like why they don't offer this like it is a lot of work I understand it is a lot of clients have a lot of hair it's thick and you don't want to deal with that I, I totally understand but you take away from the service. You take away from the experience that the client want to have, what they're paying for. You, you're taking it away. They won't mind paying it if, if it's there. If you're giving all that they need, they don't mind paying it. So, but you have to give that. If it's not there, I don't see the reason of paying it. I don't see the reason of paying it. It don't make sense. It don't. I don't like the fact that y'all be asking for deposits and then it don't go towards my service. What kind of janky stuff is that? Why would you book an appointment, take their deposit for it not to go towards their service? So that means, say the service was $100. You got to do a $25 deposit. But that's just to secure your spot. You still got to pay the full amount, $100, when you get there. Basically, that $25 is a booking fee. That's not deposit. I mean, cause, I mean, to me, when I do deposits, and the only thing I really do deposits for are when it's bridal now. Because that's big. That's committing some months out, maybe a year out, whatever. So, you know, cool. Doing that deposit, cool. But that's usually... That's a, subtracting from your total, your big total. That's just to hold me in place. That is a booking fee, but it's holding holding your spot in place because technically you're taking away that whole day, and it's gonna go towards your total cost because when you know the closer you get to the wedding date, more things add up, money kind of uh, so you want to kind of get certain things out the way. So by the time you get your hair done, you're just paying the remaining balance. That's a deposit. Even when my clients book uh, a regular appointment on Stylesy, you have to um, put your card on file. Technically, that's their deposit in a sense. Um, they secure, I think, like a dollar booking fee or whatever. But other than that, it's just your card on file so that when that day comes and you're ready to check out, you can either use that card on file, pay cash, or pay however you want to pay. But say you don't know, you know, show. If that card ver verifies, I can be able to sh charge you a no-show fee because you have a card on file. Now, sometimes people have unauthorized cards on file, but you deal with that accordingly. But other than that, no, it's no extra deposit on top of that. Your card is on file. That means I can charge. That means I can be able to charge it for a no-show fee. Now, when no card is on file, which you can't book without a card on file. But if it's unauthorized 
and we can't do anything and then you no show okay now you possibly have to be blocked because you didn't you no show and you didn't have the right card on file for me to charge a no show fee but even then if you're not going to show up it's as simple as goes back to communicating if you're not going to make your appointments let me know things happen communicate that with me i will respect that than for you to not show at all and not tell me anything and i don't know what's going on then that's messing with me i don't know if you're gonna pop up 30 minutes late you're just running late or what the case may be but all of that really communicate and even with these hairstylists if you're not doing hair that day communicate that don't you sick that day and you're not coming don't just no show don't let them blow up your phone having them ready the day of or five minutes before the appointment saying you're not gonna make it no that's unprofessional and that's why these bad this is why these clients are dragging us on social media because y'all not caring y'all not giving the clients the respect that you want as a stylist you gotta give respect to get it so why are you thinking not communicating that you couldn't make it today because lit ray ray had a fever going on and you had to cancel the rest of your day so you're just not gonna show up no communicate that with me i might got kids too so i might understand that okay this understand when can you get me in sooner it's cool great can you refer me to someone else or whatever the case may be you're there to help them not help you help them <laughs> It just be driving me because I really be on social media like, y'all really be doing this to people? Or you don't text back right away? Or you don't text back at all? Or you don't return a call? Or anything. Just talk to the people, bro. That's all you got to do. And again, we live in a world where people don't know how to communicate either. So what do you really expect? But um, y'all got to do better because social media... <laughs> Social, which I'm pretty sure things like this was already happening before social media. It just got worse because now people can actually blast you all over the world and tell your work is horrible or whatever the case may be. Like, you have to be able to navigate that as such. Um, so it just be bothering me when I see it and just be like, dang, these stylists really be out here doing these to people. And I don't know. So many stylists that really do that. So it just be like, dang, what is finding these stylists at? Cause I don't do that. No, nobody I know who do hair does that. So why are they doing this? Uh, I don't know. But um, yeah, just y'all gotta, my fellow stylists, y'all gotta do better because I understand that life happens. Life happens to all of us nobody's perfect we're all human but just honestly giving your clients that grace like i give my clients a 15 minute grace period and even like i said if i'm running late i communicate that with them if um i had some things happen i still communicate that with them i'm just very open with my clients um when i love them too so it's nothing for me to be open because i do know nowadays a lot of clients just kind of feel like anybody can be a hairstylist that's not true it takes a lot it takes it it takes a lot of self-discipline a lot of self endurance like you really got to make sure you good to be a hairstylist ideal and you got to be a people's perfect person like i wasn't really a i was very antisocial. my career now made me a social person like i could talk to anybody about anything for higher belong because I do that on a daily basis so that's nothing to me but when um when i have clients or um or they have people who just don't talk don't say anything at all or like i know i have a lot of people that kind of feed off my energy as well when they come in here and they're always like you got really good energy i love your energy like you're the perfect stylist for me i needed someone with this da -da -da -da. And that always warms my heart because that means I'm doing my part. That means I'm making you feel welcome. I'm making you feel like you've been coming here for years or whatever the case may be. And some of y'all just be shutting these clients out, shoo-shooing them away. And it's just be like, that's how you make your money. That's how you make your continuously money. That's how you continue to grow. Um, I don't do a lot of marketing or advertisement. 
But a lot of my clientele, and I stay booked like crazy, come from word of mouth. Come from just seeing somebody walking down the street and like, oh my God, I love your hair. Who did it? Who da 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 So it's just like your name, like when you being rude to these people and you thinking that stuff not going to block your money. Girl. Boy. It's going to block your money. You're not going to be able to make it. Because you being rude to these people. They asking you questions you don't even know how to respond back. You, everybody think they can do hell. You can't. You probably can do a little something, something, but do you really know how to talk to people? Do you know how to handle the hard situations when something don't work out or when something don't go as planned? How do you handle that? Do you still charge or you know you you have to you have to find what works for you, but you also have to be able to be polite. And be make people understand what's going on. So you can't just be like, oh, this. No, treat one, treat people how you want to be treated. Because if you was going to a hairstylist and they weren't responding back to you, not answering your questions, you will bounce. So why do you think your client's not going to do that to you? I don't understand. People, everybody want to be a stylist, but nobody want to really do the real work. Nobody want to do the real work. They think anybody can be a hairstylist because you know how to do, you know how to do frontal weaves. Oh, okay. But do you know how to clean my hair? Do you know how to moisturize my hair? Do you really know how to properly blow dry my hair? Do you know what's wrong with my hair? Can you tell me what's wrong with my hair? You can't, because you don't know. You don't know the basic knowledge of it. You, you think, oh, I got a frontal, so I know how to do hair. Oh, I know how to do a ponytail, so I know how to do hair. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. But do you know how to keep up hair? Do you know how to grow hair? Do you know how to make hair go from this color to that color without damaging it? Because hmm? that make a difference. That make a difference. Are you using professional hair? Hair color, or are you going to use that outdoor from the hassle? You using a water method? Or you use some permanent color? What you doing? And everybody be ready to do hair because, oh, it's fast money. Oh, you make quick money. Just like that. I sure do. Just like that. And guess what? When I work, I don't make none. Just like that. I don't make none when I don't work. Zero. So what you gonna do now? Cause your customer service think your attitude sucks. Like you really kind of be a gotta be a people person in a sense. Like I said, I was anti-social at first, but I've been I've been doing it now for a little minute, and it flows out of me naturally. So I I stay really in a good positive mode. My my salon is more good energy as well. It flowing. And the money is flowing. <laughs> so <laughs> it just it just helped. And then two people be on trend, so it just be like, oh, I want to go to her because she know how to do this half of half down. Oh, okay. Tell her don't pull your edges. Tell her don't fry your hair out. Tell her don't make it too tight. Tell her really don't try to leave your hair out. Mm-hmm. Cause you're natural. Mm-hmm. All of that. So you gotta think of, you gotta think about that. Like I just, I can go on and on about this, but just like I said, find you a good hairstylist that's going to do everything you need them to do as well as take care of your hair. Like, that's the main thing. I just want everybody to have them a hairstylist that's going to take care of their hair. If they're not taking care of your hair, if they're not asking when the last time you got a trim, if they're not shampooing your hair at the shampoo bowl, if, ask those questions. Ask the hard questions. Don't just be on the trends because it's the style. It's cute. I want this. I want that. See if it's the best thing for your hair. Ask those questions. What you need to moisturize it because they need to be able to recommend products to you to use. Things that will actually help your hair not harm your hair. All Every product is not for everybody to use. It's not. You got to find what works for you. That's a fact. Everybody's not supposed to be in your hair. That's a fact too. That breaks your hair off. 
Everybody don't have growing hands. They don't. So they could be taking out your hair, even though you want the style so bad. It's, it's not. Do your research. Do your research. Do your research or you don't get no scary stylists, man. Like, <sighs> y'all just, y'all don't, I'm just saying, this been on my mind because I be seeing the messages. I be seeing how rude y'all be. Y'all be taking these people money and don't give it back. And then not even giving the customer service or the service at all and still keeping these people money. No. No. If my client don't like it or she has an issue, I would either refund her or I will redo the whole service itself or I would just simply refer to someone else. But I would never just keep the money just to keep the money. If my client is not satisfied, you guarantee something, either a refund or a reservice. It's really that simple because I won't... I want that client to come back. I want that client to go out and tell somebody else about me to add on top of what she's coming and bring and then somebody else bring it. You you want to keep it going. That's like that's why it's like it's so much bigger than just that one client. That one client can make two. Those that one client can make five. So it's just like you pissing off this one person. But you, you blocking everybody else from possibly coming to see you and your businesses and get your service. Do you really want to do that? Like, that's, you want more money, right? You for it for the fast money, right? Fast talk your way into getting her to stay. Fast talk your way into making it work, making her happy, satisfying her as a client. That's your job. If when you're not satisfied, what you're doing? Raising hell. And when you raise hell, what you looking for in return? Accommodations. You're accommodating me in some way. Either I'm getting something free or I'm getting a refund or redone. One of, one of those. It's not no, I leave, I'm upset, I'm angry, I'm gone, I'm writing a review. No, I spend my money. And the money y'all be spending nowadays? Yeah. I would be very picky on who I'm letting in my head. I would. But it's a learning lesson. I say, do your research. Get your hairstylist like me, you know. Have our trademark always ready. So just do your research. Make sure you don't run into these scary hairstylists. And... Yeah, because if not, girl, it's okay. I'm here. I'm here to take care of you. Take care of all of your hair needs. Whatever you need, I even refer you. I'm not no jealous hairstylist. I'm going to refer you. If I can't do it, I'm not going to pretend that I know how to do it. I'm going to let you know I don't know how to do it. And either I'm going to do it the best way I can or I'm going to just simply refer you someone it's, it's really that simple communicating. And honestly, I have found clients like the fact that I told them, hey, I can't do this or I don't feel comfortable doing this. They respect it. And they and honestly, it's the ball in their court. It's up to them to decide if they're going to want continue to go through with um, being a client of mine or they're just going to go somewhere else to go, you know, get that service done. But for the most part, they'll be like, oh, I don't want to go to nobody else. Just, you know, I just stick with you and just do whatever you know how to do. That's what you want. You want a client who loves you and what you do so much to like, yeah, you don't know how to do this, but I appreciate your service. I love your salon and I love you as a stylist. So I'm good. I ain't got to get that style. I just get something else. That makes my day. Cause still, still, that means you still want to spend money with me. I ain't making you want to take your money elsewhere. That mean I'm doing my job. That mean I'm doing what I'm supposed to do as your hairstylist caring about your hair and everything else. And I'm going to always give you the honest answer, the best advice. And I'm going to always recommend the top tier people for you for whatever you want done that I can't do. I'm never trying to stop nobody else's money. It's enough money for all of us to win. I'm not going to stop it. I'm going to encourage them to come see you. 
definitely if you are applying all of these things I talked about today. I'm going. So, if anything, I want y'all to tag below all y'all favorite hairstylists in the city or what, whatever, wherever they at, tag them below. You might be able to tag the city and the uh, social media. Just tag them so we can get more people to know who are some good hairstylists that provides a full service. My salon provides a full service. There are only two or one service that don't require shampoo and a full service. And that's really a recurl. And because technically your hair should already be done, you're just coming for a recurl. Even my trim comes with a shampoo and blow dry to trim your hair. So I can make sure that I can get it, make sure it's clean, make sure when I blow dry it's as straight as I can get it, so I can trim it to the best ability. Other than that, full service. Full service unless you say, I did it myself. And even then, I'm questioning it, it to see if it's even, did you do a good job shampooing your hair? Because a lot of people do not know how to really shampoo their hair. So I'm always questioning it. And even if you just washed your hair, I'm probably going to still be like, well, at least let me shampoo it one more time. And, you know, make sure it's doing what I need to do to be able to do the service that I'm going to perform. So, like I said, tag your favorite stylist below. If you want to tag me, have I trademark? You already know. So, I, I want y'all to go enjoy y'all Halloween. I hope y'all think about these scary stylists. Because I, I be feeling bad for us. And I be trying to... I be trying to be like, it ain't everybody. It's not all the stylists. It's not. But it's a lot of them. So just just be mindful of the things that you do um, when picking these stylists. And just make sure that they're perfect for you. And yeah, I hope y'all enjoy y'all Halloween. I'm about to go get cute. I low-key was like trying to get my bubbles theme on. But yeah, I hope y'all have a good happy Halloween.